Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's thought for the day. This thought was actually for the 3rd of May. It's entitled, The Bible is Not a Self-Help Guide, and was written by Brother Richard Morgan from the Semi Hills Ecclesia in California. In our reading from Ecclesiastes 12, the preacher finally ends his struggle to find the meaning of life with a very simple yet profound conclusion. He says, Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Verse 13. But what is it that makes the commandments of God contained in the Bible stand apart from any other wisdom this world offers? The preacher has analysed everything for us through the book and comes to this conclusion, which is preceded with a warning. The words of the wise are like goads, and like nails firmly fixed are they collected, saying, they are given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these, of making many books there is no end, and much study is weariness of the flesh. That's a bold thing to say, to be aware of anything beyond the wisdom contained in the Bible. The world is full of wisdom literature, whether religious or not. Self-help guides like Seven Habits on Highly Successful People become bestsellers. And every religion has its own sacred text, whether it's the Quran, the Buddhist Sutra, the Book of Mormon, the Egyptian Book of the Dead or whatever. So what makes the Bible so different? The first problem we all have is there is just too much to read. It would be impossible to undertake an analysis of the full corpus of wisdom literature. As the preacher says, there is no end to the making of books because there is so much information in the world. We pick up and choose what to read. What often ends up is happening is we read what we're attracted to because of our individual preferences. That's called confirmation bias. And it's also true that we tend to believe what we read and don't use the critical thinking skills necessarily to divide the wheat from the chaff. The cycle of reconfirming our own biases continues unabated. Let's take an example of the religious wisdom found in literature to illustrate the point. The Buddhist Sutra is a collection of holy writings written about the same time as the New Testament. The Sutra appeals to a lot of people because they teach a universal religion applicable to anyone who wants to find enlightenment in this world by thinking more positively. It's also quite handy, handily dispenses with the idea of a creator deity or any god at all. But the thing with Buddhist Sutra and any other wisdom literature is people latch on to its teachings because of its appeal. And there's something out there to appeal to everyone's taste. So what's so different about the Bible? The fundamental difference between the Bible and other religions and wisdom texts that we know of is that it comes from an entirely different perspective. All of the religious texts are man-focused, written to help man with man's things. And a lot of the time, like the Buddhist Sutra, 
they do a lot of good and say a lot of wise things to help man with his man-centered life. The Bible, however, is God-focused, thoroughly God-focused. It is not written from the viewpoint of a man at all. For instance, many of its main central characters, what we would normally call the heroes, are presented as extremely flawed, weak, unfaithful and insecure, and many other negative traits that turn them into anti-heroes. Many of the stories in the Bible show how flawed man is, especially regarding to the central people of the story, the Jews. The majestic story of them coming out of Egypt ends up with a 0.0013% success rate, i.e. Joshua and Caleb, while the rest end up dying while wandering around aimlessly in a dreary wilderness. Not the sort of heroic story that gets you on side with the people of God. Whichever way you look at it, the Bible is not written from man's point of view at all, and it stands as something unique as a result. The problem with the Bible today is not with the Bible itself, but with the fact that many people have reduced it to the same level as all other religious and wisdom literature. Because we're so predisposed to confirmation bias, we want the Bible to agree with our way of life, and we twist it to conform to it. Someone recently described Christianity today as moral therapeutic deism. We want a moral guide that helps us through life while keeping God at arm's length. The Bible fits that bill if you through the same lens that produced the writings of Buddha and other gurus. But the Bible isn't anything like that. It's eternal and heavenly perspective sets it apart from the self-help corpus of any other religious literature. And it's only those who divorce themselves from the way they normally read things who can appreciate how different the Bible is. Despite those who try to turn the Bible into a self-help guide, the pastors who preach the prosperity gospel, it's not written from the standpoint of helping us find success and fulfilment in this life. The conclusion of the Bible is the conclusion of the preacher. At first, utterly depressing with pointlessness of trying to find fulfilment here in our lives now, but ending with a majestic epiphany when we finally realise what it's all about. Not us, but God. Thank you for joining us for this thought for the day. We hope and pray that you find it useful. And remember, as you go about your daily business today, try and do all to the glory of God, acknowledging that the antidote to sin is not only not to sin, but to do good to others. So thank you for joining us and join us again next time for another thought for the day. Thank you and God bless. Amen.